and welcome to Tinted Specs Podcast. I'm Georgina and joining me is David Liddell, County Training Manager at South London Scouts and Mortgage Broker at Little Perret. Welcome, David. Hi. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's a Monday morning. It's, uh, you know, uh, you're, I'm sure you've got a busy day. So could you just tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Uh, I am married. I'm a father of two, uh, a four-year-old and an eight-year-old. Um, on a uh, on a daily basis, I work in financial services. And outside of my nine to five, I spend as much time uh, outdoors, uh, on the water, doing whatever um, that I possibly can. Yeah, and that's kind of why I wanted to speak to you, because I know that you are um, an avid outdoor swimmer as well. And uh, we kind of connected through the Serpentine Lido. But also, I was really intrigued to hear more about uh, the London, South London Scouts and some of the epic adventures you've been having with them, trying to encourage kids to get back outdoors after this last 18 months where life has been um, a bit kind of shut down for all of us. Yeah, it's been it's it's been odd actually. Um, the last uh, the last eighteen months have shown that there is so much more to do um, and so many more people to connect with, um, other than the, the traditional meeting kind of once a week. Um, on a positive note, I think the last eighteen months have been great in that there's been worldwide connections which would have never happened. Um, we've met people, made new friends. And got people interested in different things that would never have happened. Um, but on the flip side to that, there's a massive gap in the socialization of, of young people. Um, there's a lot of anxiety that's come in that, that definitely wasn't there before. Um, separation anxiety, um, confidence to get out and do different things. Um, and it's great to see all that starting again. And how are you kind of helping to get these kids at the South London Scouts out and about again? Um, if you look across the county, um, there's definitely a number of groups, a number of uh, skate groups who are kind of spearheading this. Um, there's always going to be some people out there who who are more comfortable um, doing outdoor activities, um, who are keen to kind of push things to happen sooner rather than later. Um, obviously, COVID is a, is a big restriction at the moment. And while we need to be mindful of um, of what's gone and, and no doubt what will be to come. Um, I think we should still be pushing to get get young people outdoors, doing different activities, and um, really trying to get get people back to doing what they were before. Whether that is um, people whose comfort zone is you know going for a stroll on a Sunday, or people whose comfort zone is is you know um, going sailing or climbing or canoeing. Um, and there's groups across the county, actually, who are really, really pushing um, in the right way to, to get all of their young people back out and doing these things. And it's incredibly important. Yeah, because without that, they're losing kind of the skills for when they start university or college or when they move further away from home. And um, I mean, I, I I think I'm sure that one of the things that might be holding back a few of them is that they don't like being outdoors and getting mucky. And I think I definitely felt like that when I was younger. But now, you know, as I said, I've kept my wetsuit up at the background because I love going out, you know, going surfing badly, but I love it. Um, so is it quite difficult to encourage? Because it's not really about being amazing at it, is it? It's just about being taking part. No, well, that obviously depends who you talk to. Um, <laughs> the uh, right, so um, with the, the great thing about scouting in the UK um, and a lot of the outdoor, uh, the outdoor sports providers across the UK is that there is people out there um, to help 
uh, provide the permits and the technical expertise that we actually need to run activities safely and correctly. Um, so the first point is that there is there is that help out there. You just need to stick your head out and find out where it is and speak to those people. Um, the great thing about Scouts is that regardless what sport you're looking at um, or what outdoor activity is that there is a board out there um, who is super keen on doing pretty much anything. You just need to talk to them. Um, they will all help you in some way, shape or form. So in reality, all that needs to happen is, is arranging the bodies getting from A to B. Um, now, either young people want to do that or they don't. Um, my experience is that if the parents are behind it, um, and if the parents are very much get up and go, um, that makes a colossal difference to the uh, to the enthusiasm. But I generally find that every activity we run um, will be pretty much sold out instantaneously because they're so keen at the moment to get back doing things, um, which is great because it's, it's much easier to harness enthusiasm um, than it is to create that enthusiasm in the first place. And I think like once a few people are, are enthusiastic, then other people get more enthusiastic as well, Infectious. don't they? It's like... Yeah, absolutely. Um, there was uh, something I read about uh, a teacher talking about how uh, kids are like they're attached to each other. And as long as you know which one to kind of activate, then the others kind of follow along, which I thought was really interesting. Absolute, actually. Absolutely. Um, and so uh, just to clarify, how old are Scouts? I've forgotten because it's been such a long time since I was in Brownies and Girl Guys and stuff like that. Well, the, the, the scouting movement, um, basically, uh, we, we just started off, we've just um, launched uh, squirrels now so we're getting them in uh, from basically four um, oh, so wow. different groups will have um will, will will have different age groups and i think it kind of ebbs and flows on different age groups um but effectively we've got squirrels starting off like super young um we've now got um cubs coming in we've then got cub, cub scouts and really there's a place in scouting from everywhere really up to adults um what we'll generally find is that there will be a section which will fit your age group um and you know the, the more adults we we can get in the better um which is which is a good thing so there is something for everybody which is great yeah that sounds really interesting and something i kind of forgotten about really um so how is uh when you get kids kind of coming out on the trips and they haven't been away from their family or the area they live in how do you help them to kind of bust out of the bubble so to speak uh well it, the the good old saying from nike is just do it is just so appropriate i mean the thing is that yeah, there's a lot depending on the, the activity so we took uh we took uh we've had a group of 27 off um sailing uh a week or so ago um and they i mean they were all so keen to get out um it, it was great i mean it was a it was a really really um successful trip some some young people are happier doing things than others um and ultimately you've just got to carry it um, yeah, I think once a decision is made to run a trip, we always make it work. Now, if that means some people need their hand held slightly more than others, that's great. Um, mm. There's always going to be different needs, um, whether it's development needs or confidence needs um, within the group. And we deal with that, you know, as they see fit. That's that's just all down to running things properly, um, supporting the young people and the adults, you know, because we'll have volunteers who are dead keen to come along and supervise, but, you know, don't necessarily want to take part, you know, which is fine. Um, so it, it's about using the volunteers in the right way and supporting the young people um, in a way that means they walk away having had a good experience. Um, I, I've seen activities um, in the past whereby um, young people just kind of cracked on through a weekend of 
a survival camp and things, and it, it, they didn't enjoy it. And now I think it's incredibly important that they walk away having had a good experience. Now, if that means they pull out early, great, not a problem. But it is incredibly important that they walk away from that um, having felt like they've achieved something. Um, there is no point in dragging people through activities if they're not having fun. Because um, it's also about that as well. It's got to be fun because they want to come back. Yeah, and, and also, yeah, you want them to come back and you want them to – uh, want to come back as opposed to yeah. you know being feeling that they that they have to so have you seen um a big change from the people that have been doing the kids and the and the volunteers that have been doing the trips since kind of lockdown was lifted yeah um at the moment um at the moment there is a, a big confidence issue um from uh, from a leadership and a volunteer point of view um i think that's very much liability driven um, because, I mean, it's really the whole COVID question is it's an impossible one to answer. Um, there is no way whatsoever that you can 100 percent guarantee that COVID is not going to be an issue. Um, and trying to cover the bases with every single thing, every single minute of the day is frankly impossible. It doesn't work. Um, however, we have very, very stringent uh, risk assessments. Um, we have adults running trips who are and very experienced, um, who are more than able to make a call on uh, on either changing things in a dynamic basis um, as we go on, if that's necessary. Um, so we we you know we we run with it. If we're not happy to run with it from the outset, then then it it doesn't happen. Um, uh, so the confidence will come back as we start getting more people out running activities again. Um, you know that's that's kind of what it is. And um, the young people are all keen to do pretty much anything. Um, they all have their different activities that they would prefer. Some will be climbers, some will be canoers. Um, they all need to have a go at everything because that's that's what it's about. Yeah, it's um, it's crazy this time we we have had, and I think that even though we've technically been released for the whole summer, I think only now am I starting to feel a bit kind of freer. So I don't know how uh, those children are starting to feel. I and mean, obviously, just thinking about it for them it's so difficult because obviously most of them won't be vaccinated and some of the parents will want them to be vaccinated and that's, you know, their decision. So obviously that's going to make um, kind of running trips much, much more complicated. Mm. It does. But I think, uh, I think as long as the communication channels are open and honest, um, and I think as long as you honor um, the wishes and beliefs um, of the parents and the other volunteers, that's the best that we can do. Um, we all have, the information and misinformation, especially online, has been rife. Um, and I think we need to honour uh, honor what people think and believe because there isn't, uh, with a lot of this stuff, there just isn't a right or wrong. It's, some people live with elderly parents. Um, some people don't have anybody, uh, you know, over the age of 35 in their household. So we've got to be sensitive to the needs and wants. Um, I'm massively keen to get out doing, well, pretty much everything and anything that I can, but that's me, um, you know. Yeah, I think that uh, as as I was just finished saying what I said, I suddenly thought actually uh, that's the community that's been uh, had the most um, kind of experience of testing the kids at home anyway. So they're probably they're used to it anyway, aren't they? It's uh, adults who don't have children in the household that are just starting to go back out to work. Where actually, ironically, it's going to be harder for them because they're less used to testing as regularly. And I'm just yeah. thinking about my family with, who have kids. You know, they're just one of my friends walks um, goes around with like a lateral flow test in her handbag. You know, just in case. Right, let's get them done. You know, I mean, it's very, very normal for them. So in a way, 
maybe it's not as difficult as as I had thought, actually, because it's more, I mean, I haven't yet been back to my office. Uh, so, so that's going to be quite interesting. Uh, whereas these kids have been going to school, you know, on and off throughout the whole, you know, the whole experience, let's say. So what are the kind of things um, that you are looking forward to seeing the kids doing and yourself doing over the next kind of six to, to 12 months? Um, just getting back into the back into the proper outdoors. Um, you know, we, we have a, a general kind of saying in scouting that there's no such thing as bad weather, um, just inappropriate clothing. Um, and frankly, everybody should be getting out and experiencing the weather. They should be getting out in the cold, the wet, the snow. Um, if it's a sunny day, happy days. Um, nothing should stop. Um, our doors have been opened um, and we can get back out doing things in a safe, uh, you know, in a safe manner. Um, as long as the right risk assessments are done, risk assessments are done to keep us safe. They don't exist for the sake of risk assessments. Um, I, and we should be getting out. We should be feeling the weather experience. Yeah. I'm all about the experience. I want I would rather all of our members got out and did something and, and walked away saying, I love that or that's not for me again, um, rather than sit there and not do anything. Um, there is a lot of groups who are just starting back. Um, I think in the last 18 months, we missed two weeks with our group um that was massive that's really unusual but that was down to the commitment of the leadership team that we've got within the group um but i mean groups that haven't had that will still be getting back to face to face it will still be a new thing for them um you know but we need to get out we need to be doing things um scouting as an organization is unique in that we have we we have an ethos that means we're meant to be giving um uh, young people a, a residential experience every term and that's every section we're meant to be taking them out, introducing them to new things. We're meant to be taking them out and <clears throat> introducing them to um, um, that by having experiences, they learn. Um, so it doesn't it, it, I'm not saying we should make we should upset kids, but it is important that they get out and feel the cold. It's important that they get out and feel the rain. That's how they then learn that what the planning required for doing Duke of Edinburgh is, for example, because that they've experienced getting wet. Um, for the water activities, they need to understand why health and safety is there. Why do you wear a wetsuit below a certain temperature? Why do you wear a buoyancy aid? What's the difference between a buoyancy aid and a life jacket? Um, all of these things, kids learn, young people learn. So interestingly, there's uh, some talk on the news about um, virtual reality and how, uh, I can't remember what company it was, they want to create this virtual reality that people can live in. And it just made me feel a little bit sick, if I'm honest, because I just think that, really it's just so important to to get outside and we're not meant to be online all the time and I know for myself that um without getting outside and uh you know I've got a dog now so I've got more opportunity to force myself to go out um in any type of weather um (laughs) but I just think you just feel so much better and it really worries me that you know I just had this thought of the future with all these kids and their virtual reality I mean I, I think Internet games can sometimes be quite good because they're working together with their friends, but they shouldn't be on it. There shouldn't be a virtual world that people could just live it. I mean, I mean, you should do what you want, obviously, but it just made me feel quite concerned about the future, actually. Well, games, I mean, internet games are great for, for what they are, but in my brain, and I'm not, I, I am, I'm not, I never have been a gamer. Um, games are a game. They're a distraction. They're not, uh, they're not a, a, an alternative reality. Um, I think uh, there's nothing wrong with games and virtual reality, I guess, is, is no different from people being linked on Facebook or or Zoom or anything else. It's They're still not kind of there face to face. 
um, but they are still communicating. But it, it's it's a, it shouldn't take the place of um, of being outdoors and you know having experiences and doing different things. Yeah, I mean, I think about all the the opportunities I had when I was younger. Um, I had, I made heather tea in Scotland or something like that, and we stayed out and made a you know somewhere to sleep. And I'll I'll never forget those kind of moments. Um, I remember cutting my finger as well, but that was fine. Uh, but you know, there's things like that that you can't get back. And I was also thinking that a lot of kids say if they want to sail, then maybe that helps them to um maybe they need to improve their swimming before they can go sailing so there's a you know an end goal and to get the end goal they have to do something else to get there do you find that quite a bit um well i mean with that with any activity if you're going to run it it needs to be uh it needs to be safe and sensible so if we're going to run any activity it needs there needs to be certain basics um in reality with sailing one of the um one of the one of the prerequisites that is that they can competently swim um from a leadership point of view i wouldn't be comfortable taking anybody on a boat who couldn't swim i mean that's that would just be nonsense um but i mean you know um activities exist that we can take any any level um uh, out there to do whatever they want to do they just need to be properly managed yeah, I mean, I, I was just thinking about it with my family because we've been surfing and definitely uh, my family's, uh, the younger kids, their swimming has improved dramatically because of the want to go surfing. If you see what I mean, it was, gave them like yeah, a little absolutely. added boost to to improve more because the better they could swim, the more they, the further out they were allowed and, you know, things like that. So yeah. um, how do you think... Um, what learnings do you think you have found and uh, the kids that you kind of work with have found over the last 18 months? Kind of what things have they have they got from the pandemic, positive and negative? Um, so from a, from a positive point of view, um, they've definitely connected in a different way. Um, we've seen different young people who are more comfortable connecting um, electronically because um, some are, you know, some of the more introverted um, young people who don't necessarily um, want to get out in big groups have been very happy like that. Um, we've definitely connected uh, uh, across the UK and globally, actually, with lots of different people who we definitely and we absolutely definitely would never have connected with. Um, we had young people um, run a, um, a session with Jacob Rees-Mogg on Parliament Week for Parliament Week last year. Um, we've had access to MPs. Um, along the along the same thing, um, we've we ran a joint meeting with a, a group in uh, Japan, which was hilarious because none of us could speak Japanese and one of them could speak English. Um, you know, there, there's been lots of connection that would never have happened. Um, however, it's not been great um, for for the the cohesiveness and getting people together and doing um, you know teamwork activities. They don't work in the same way. Um, getting somebody to do a um, uh, to do like a uh, like you know, you know when you put people in to do a like a like an instant room or, or like an online challenge together they don't they don't work together in the same way as if you were to do a team exercise um, in a in a field for example um, we're used to running scouts as patrols so we're used to teaching the young people to operate um, uh, together to problem solve together to get things done together to allocate tasks together that has definitely not improved in, in fact if anything it's gone back it's taken a step back um, our young people have missed a, a minimum of a year um, of, of t effectively team building activities which 
I don't think is a great thing. Well, it's not a great thing because they've missed a year of, uh, and they've learned in different, they've learned other things in different ways. So it's not like all is lost. Um, and kids bounce back, ima- you know, amazingly quick. But you know that that bit they've definitely taken a step back on, definitely. And some will move forward faster, um, and some will move forward slower, slower because they're young people. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone's lost out on team building. I mean, because like you say, online it's not the same thing at all, and we're. I suppose used to being much more independent now and uh, working remotely. Um, And that is something that, I mean, that's a definite reason to get out there and do lots more challenges. So um, obviously now it's coming into winter. Does that mean that you guys do less challenges or I know you said it doesn't matter. You keep going. (laughs) No, 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 no. But um, I I think people, this is me. I actually like, I actually like the winter. Um, I, I actually like getting out and um, and doing things. I I did more running um, this year in, in um, January, February than I've done in any other month by a long yeah. way. Um, I actually like the outdoor bad weather. I think you have more of an experience. Um, going out at night, for example, is more of an adventure because it narrows your perception. Um, so it feels emotionally and mentally like you're doing more than you're actually doing. Um, so no, it shouldn't. Um, it, it shouldn't reduce what we do. I mean, if anything, um, there'll be. I think there'll be more groups out doing more now because we're allowed to. Um, yeah. As, and on, on on because we're allowed, they'll be going out. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic, isn't it? So, what tips and advice would you give to any uh, any young person or adult wanting to kind of get out there and get involved? Um, I if you if you Google um, if well, it depends where you are if you're in South London obviously Google South London Scouts have a look at the um, web the website there is contacts there uh, there's links there that you can find where your nearest group is and reach out and say hello um, alternatively you can uh, you can message um, local groups uh, there's loads of local groups on Facebook um, or the county uh, the county groups on Facebook uh, or Instagram. And get in touch and find out what's going on. Um, I think people get out what they put in. Um, the more people get involved, the more they get out of it. And that's that. That's as much for young people as it is for adult volunteers. Um, there's lots of people out there wanting to do things. Um, so get involved. Yeah. And I just suddenly thought, just to check, it is for Scouts is for boys only, or is it now? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Boys and girls. Boys and boys girls. Boys and girls. I'm glad I clarified that. Because yeah, yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. younger, I thought it was, but maybe I, I misunderstood. Yes, no, it's boys it, and it, girls. No, it used it you it used to be um it's boys and girls. Um and I've got an eight I, I have a, a nine year old as of as of today, um, young lady. Um and uh, the girls Happy are birthday very, to her. very yeah. enthusiastic. Um, yeah. Boys and girls grew up at different ages. Um, for anybody who's got either of them, they'll know that. Um, and the girls are the, the girls tend to be very enthusiastic, and they definitely give the boys a run for the money. Oh, good because I remember, yeah, we were like, we want to have the same rights as the boys when I was at school. So now, yeah, they get to join scouts as well. Yeah, That's it's great. Not, it, it, it's strange. It's to to me, it's completely natural that it is boys and girls, and should always have been anyway. Um, uh, but I mean, the, the, the girls give the boys, uh, a, a very good run for their money uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, d- different age groups. Um, they tend, the, the boys tend to be, um, kind of bigger and stronger, faster, but the girls seem to be, uh, better, uh, better at things like teamwork and working together. Um, you know, when it, when it comes to it mass they're all they all get on with it it's it's normal there is you know any of the groups i've seen they don't they don't really think of boys and girls they are scouts 
escapes first yeah. and patrols first. So so that doesn't really have anything to do with it, or it shouldn't. Yeah. No, no, it shouldn't. And that's great. And I'm sure everyone with children knows that. I just suddenly thought I'd clarify. That was a good clarification question. Thank you so much for joining me today, David. And uh, good luck with the rest of your week. Uh, thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye.